0: And welcome to the Eardrunk Podcast. Uh, my name is Zach Webb, and with me as always is Marshall Brooke. Ha <laughs> ha! Hey, como se dice co-host of Eardrunk Podcast. You just said it, dude. Oh hell yeah. One for one. I got this shit. <laughs> oh, you're
1: asking in Spanish? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, well, I guess uh, I can plug that one into ChatGPT, chat GPT. Uh, Marshall, we got a a brand new episode today. Are you excited? Yeah, I was kind of hoping for a rerun. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, just like one of our classic hit episodes. Yeah, maybe, uh, uh,
1: uh, maybe like our least popular one, Tim Burton's Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: I love that episode. Me too. Uh, every yeah. time I see it at the bottom of our metrics, it makes me sad.
0: A little bit, yeah. <laughs> or maybe we can redo one of our classic ones, like uh, when you and I are working at the chocolate factory and the and the line is going <laughs> too quick and we keep eating the chocolates.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Or like that time when we were roommates, but like one of us had a lot of opinions and the other one didn't agree with them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was
0: a good one. Yeah, uh, I also like the classic episode we do where um, uh, you get out of the shower, and then there's a woman who walks in, and you're and you just scream, "I was in the pool! I was in the pool!" <laughs> Like, that was a good episode we did.
1: Yeah. Well, and then, like, pretty much all of the ones where we, we show uh, my, my cock on camera and then make up a bunch of excuses about why it's so small. Yeah. <laughs> you know, any of those episodes really solid. Yeah.
0: I think we did a whole season of that. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I, also, my wife left me. <laughs> I, uh, I also like that one episode we have where, uh, Dwight comes in and he does the fire drill Mm-mm. and then we're all freaking out, you know but it was actually a drill but he made it seem like a real fire like that was a cool episode we did
1: I like the one where you work at the movie theater yeah and like I'm trying to like uh, uh, get in and get a free ticket uh, but your manager won't let you yeah yeah, yeah that's a that's good, a good one. one that's a good yeah.
0: one um uh, I like the one <laughs> 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 Yeah, we should probably get out of here. We should probably jump out of the car like before the it's
1: completely... One, I like the one where the podcast progresses.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, crazy enough, man. That's this one. Oh, uh, shit. Hey, Marshall, uh, uh, as you know, our episode today is Rescue My Bar. And yeah. I was thinking about the bar rescue man himself, John mm-hmm. Taffer. Yeah, what do you think John Taffer's nightmares are like?
1: I think John Taffer's nightmares involve a lot of like meat being stored improperly. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I think John Taffer's nightmares involve a lot of, uh, 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 well, tequila being poured into a, a a nice expensive bottle of tequila and sold as such. Yeah, yeah. I think John Taffer's nightmares involve clowns with chainsaws. Okay, all right. I think John Taffer's seen that one nightmares an episode. involve probably our show. I think he. I don't think he would like our show. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I don't think he would either. Uh, well, you yeah, know, he may like music, but I don't really get that vibe from him. Uh, I think
1: he. To me, mm. I feel like he reacts to music the way that that, uh, that man who yells at the trumpeter in New York who you imitated last week. Oh, yeah. I feel like he reacts to music like that. There's the one episode where the woman has, uh, she keeps trying to, like, play music in her own bar. Yes,
0: yes, And yeah. he just keeps
1: being like, you suck! You <laughs> suck! I went to NYU! <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he does kind of resemble that guy in a way in, like, the face. Maybe they're brothers or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I was. Thinking, there's like
1: a physicality, but there's also like a similar demeanor. You yeah, know? I don't know. Sorry. I was
0: thinking. I was thinking John Taffer's nightmares uh, would be ever like an actual like well running bar. Oh, somewhere where he's
1: just not allowed to yell at anyone. Well, yeah, there's no reason to. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He would he would be the bad guy for walking in and yelling at the owner,
0: right? Yeah, no. He just at at first he's like, wow, this is a really successful bar, but then he just has to keep being there. But he can't (laughs) like nitpick anything. He can't like. He has to just
1: stand there and enjoy a drink.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Because as research, as we uh, almost never do, we watched an episode of Bar Rescue last night, and uh, there was one shot where just like that.
1: I rewinded to yeah. get the one. <laughs> I rewound. I rewound it, and then and then an ad played. Yeah, and then when we got to the end of the ad, I had still overshot it, and I had to rewind again even further. It was like it was like five to seven minutes to get to this clip.
0: Yeah, and uh, then uh, it was just like John Taffer, like standing, looking at everything, and just like kind of like a half smile slides <laughs> across his face, like you done good. Like it's the uh, that'll do, pig. That'll do. Yeah, he's uh, got the
1: smile, but his head's turned up a little. So, yeah. like, the fact that he's looking at people that are eye level means his eyelids are half closed and I, like, his eyes look a little droopy just yeah. because his head's turned up a little. It's just, it's just, it's a it's a fucking look, man.
0: Yeah, it's weird. I don't know what his
1: good angle is. Oh, he doesn't have one. Yeah, that makes he sense. He doesn't have one. Uh, maybe the back of his head? Yeah. Yeah. Like, much like My Good Angle. <laughs> <laughs> my Good Angle is a shot that's so close you can't tell it's a picture of a human.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's one time a, a, a an old friend of mine uploaded this video that looked like he was uh, uh, putting a finger in his butt. Uh-huh. Uh, but then it just turned out to be his elbow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, Get you? Uh, yeah, no, got me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you thought you had just seen your friend's finger going to your friend's butt. Yeah. Same
0: friend. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I mean, weird to see, but then I, I'm glad I stuck around to the end.
1: <laughs> You're glad you didn't dip,
0: <laughs> yeah? Because I'm sure plenty of people click on it and they were like, "Oh, oh God," you know. But ooh, then, ooh, ooh, but if I'm like, if this is our establishing shot, where do we go from here? How does kind the of like narrative uh, progress? Uh,
1: the start of Thanks Killing, yeah. The opening shot of Thanksgiving Killing is a nipple yeah, and the camera zooms out from the nipple to reveal there's actually a woman attached
0: to it, yeah, uh, it's
1: crazy <laughs> big, biggest twist of the whole film. <laughs>
0: Well, as you guys can guess, this is a music discovery and comedy podcast. Uh, each week, Marshall and I take a select theme, and we cater a playlist based around that theme. Uh, we also got some fun segments here and there, uh, but before we get started, uh, uh, so I don't forget about it like last week, uh, shame we're, shame. S- we're starting it off with beer of the day. Marshall, what are you, what are you drinking over there?
1: Today, I am drinking the of Hefe- Hefeweizen. Hefeweizen. Yefeweizen.
0: Hefeweizen. Hefeweizen.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Put a little by... mangler on it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh,
0: God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, it's by a Red Gap Brewing. It's a mm-hmm. Texas brewing company. I believe a Dallas
0: brewing company, but I
1: could be wrong. Oh, Cisco.
0: Cisco, Texas. Oh, I, I thought kept Cisco them. the man. I <laughs> <laughs> made the thong song.
1: Yeah, thong, 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 thong. Oh, um, man.
0: <laughs> that no. guy, that guy should get into the brewery game.
1: Well, maybe this is his brewery.
0: Yeah. Maybe his
1: full name is Cisco Texas.
0: Yeah, maybe he moved <laughs> to Cisco Texas cuz he was like I need to be with my people. Well,
1: he just wants to feel powerful. Yeah. <laughs> uh but it's good. It's uh it's pretty citrusy. Um it's probably not my favorite Hofenweisen. Hofenwasser. Yeah. Uh, yeah. that I've had, but I, I like it. It's a little tangy. Uh it's it's not too heavy. Uh, yeah. I'm
0: definitely uh 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 Excited to uh, get this boy in my belly. Yeah, yeah. And I'm drinking the same thing. I'm drinking his brother. Um, you know, they go in pairs.
1: Speaking of my brother, my brother yeah. actually got me the six pack. <laughs> so shout out to Chase. <laughs> shout Thank out to
0: Chase. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> thanks for, for keeping us uh, less thirsty. And afloat. And afloat. That's probably better to say. <laughs> I was like, what's the opposite of thirst? And I was like, thirst? and i was like That's i think all right. the
1: opposite of thirst is being in a long term committed relationship
0: <clears throat> boom <laughs> uh but yeah those are our beers of the day and uh Marshall, uh I, for our first segment yeah i've watched a lot of bar rescue as have you mm-hmm. uh, both together and apart mm-hmm. uh and uh you know i i've noticed there's like certain tropes you know that happen in every bar rescue it's mm-hmm. like I mean, they're at, like, eight seasons, and, like, some of those seasons are, like, hundreds of episodes. I was going to say,
1: is it really only eight? But you saying that second part yeah. clarified a lot. Probably. Yeah,
0: I was, like, in, like, the season four or whatever, it was, like, <laughs> legit, like, I want to say, like, t- like at least in the 80s. It's uh- <laughs> so crazy, dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so, uh, um, uh, we've watched a lot of bar rescue together and, uh, I've noticed certain tropes and stuff. So I was like, ah, let me, let me hit up the old chat GTP and see if it can write synopsises or uh, synopsis, synopsi. yeah, <laughs> synopsis, uh, of episodes of bar rescue and see if they can blend in with actual synopsis synopsi of real bar rescue episodes.
1: Well, I'll have you know that uh, my body is basically like the movie Memento, but with plot points from episodes of Bar Rescue. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know if you've got this quite ready. I've got... Yeah, eat. well,
0: I mean, yeah, you, you only have the one right there, and it just says, clean your bar.
1: <laughs> well, I have the other one over here that says, oh, uh, yeah. uh, the thing about raw meat. <laughs> that one may or may not be about Bar Rescue. <laughs>
0: All right, so this is a segment I like to call Bar or Bot, where you're going to tell me if this is an actual bar that John Taffer uh, rescued or if this is fake. Cool. All right. (laughs) Uh, This is an episode called uh, From Stardom to Spirits. In this captivating episode of Bar Rescue, John Taffer meets a struggling bar owner who is once a beloved child star. With the bar suffering from mismanagement and an identity crisis, John dives into the owner's past, helping them rediscover their passion for entertainment while revamping the bar's concept and atmosphere. That's a fucking bot.
1: Yeah, it's a bot. It's yeah. too sparkly and shiny. That, that was the iPhone of fucking, uh, fucking
0: uh, uh, episode reviews. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's see in this next one. All, all right. right. Uh, in this pinching episode of Bar Rescue, John Taffer confronts a struggling bar owned by a notorious cheapskate, working to break their thrifty habits and transform the establishment into a profitable and customer-focused business.
1: Mmm, that one's tough. That one's not as glossy as the first one. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say that this one was written by
0: ChatGPT. It was. It's a fake episode <laughs> called Pennywise Bar Foolish.
1: <laughs> it's funny because I was like, I was I was sitting there and the whole time I was like, I think I've seen this episode. Yeah. And then they started talking about how John was helping them with like money management. And I was like, I've seen him do cost saving things, but I've never actually heard him talk to any of them about finances. Um I feel like I have. I, I I've
0: definitely seen an episode I mean, he said like, don't drink your own booze, but I don't yeah. think I I no, mean I, maybe I haven't seen them all. Like, yeah, I was no, like, no, I've no. definitely seen an episode where there's somebody who's like trying to save costs by doing all this stuff, and then he's like, You're not actually saving costs, you're right. fucking people over and well, shit it's, like that. Uh
1: uh Kitchen Nightmares, another similar show. Oh yeah. The, the one of the most apt things I ever heard Gordon Ramsay say in this, and this is true of when i worked in the restaurant industry and also other people in that industry have confirmed it is true as well where it's like the second you start cutting down on the quality of the food and stuff like that that you're serving to save money yeah it's over yeah um, because because you are now delivering a suboptimal product yeah to all of these and it's one thing if you're like fast food or something like that yeah. you just need your own like mark on it but if you're trying to be like a restaurant the second you start cutting costs and like buying like Low, like like low low quality ground beef or like horse meat. Looking at yeah. you, places. Um. <laughs> <laughs> looking at you, Arby's. <laughs> uh, but it's like as you deteriorate uh, uh, the quality of your product, of course people aren't going to show up anymore. That's right. why people tune into this show week after week after week it's because high quality. we only get
0: the best ground beef. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, all right, next episode, Marshall. This one's called Bear Rescue. <laughs> and I- in a bar rescue, first, John Taffer helps a failing Detroit strip club in the hopes of stimulating profits before their entire business goes bottoms up. GPT. No, that one's real. What? Yeah, bar rescue is real.
1: What? Bear. I've seen. I've never seen him do like a proper strip club. I think is the thing. It's like yeah. I've seen him do do. Uh, 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 For lack of a better term Like really sleazy bars Yeah, But I've never seen him do a strip
0: club I've definitely seen him I I think I've either either seen this episode Or seen an episode That is more uh, Like high end burlesque Something like that It's like like stage
1: performance
0: Yeah this is straight up a strip club Alright let's see Uh, Another one Uh, Damn this bar is the name of the episode uh, John Tafford uh, tackles a struggling bar called uh, Dam- uh, Damned Libations, <laughs> which boasts a Hoover Dam theme. <laughs> Despite its unique concept, the bar suffers from poor management and an uninspiring atmosphere. John John's team works tirelessly to revamp the bar by transforming it into a thriving hotspot where customers can sip on innovative drinks while surrounded by the awe-inspiring ambience of the Hoover Dam.
1: I just, I just, I just, there's, it's like, it's like, it's like, do, are people this stupid? That's the thing that I'm hung up on here. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, did someone go and make the Hoover Dam bar?
0: Yeah, you're you're pulling that
1: thread, huh? It's like, it's like, and it, it's like, of course people are that stupid. That's the thing. That's the, you're right. I, I'm pulling this thread, and it's the worst thread for me to pull up because of yeah. course people do dumb things. There was a pirate um,
0: themed bar on an episode. You know? That
1: makes sense. <laughs> 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 the Hoover Dam, Zach. This is a different scenario. (laughs) Um I'm gonna say that this one
0: is fake because I just hope these people don't exist. Yeah, no, it's fake. <laughs> oh, thank God. Yeah. Well, thank God. I, I ended up doing the thing I do with all AI things where I started off going like, oh, let me like make some like legit like, you know, ones, and then I just started getting into Buck Wild territory where I was like, I have to let my creativity yeah. like tamper down a bit. Cause I was typing in like <laughs> I was typing in like fast and furious themed bar. <laughs> And then it was oh, like, man. it gives you the name of the bar. So it was like Speed and Spirits.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Speed and Spirits.
1: Yeah. Fucking, fucking a bar. Can you find a bar that promotes DUI more than that bar? <laughs> like... <laughs>
0: Well, maybe this one does. Uh, This one's called (laughs) Revving Redemption, Marshall. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) That's the name of the episode. John Taffer uh, takes on a struggling bar named Thunder Tavern, which embraces a thrilling monster truck theme. The owner's alcoholic addiction poses a significant hurdle working to address the underlying issues, implement a strict policy, and transform the bar into a thrilling, safe, and profitable venue that captures the spirit of monster truck excitement while supporting the owner of their uh, own journey of sobriety.
1: I don't care if it's real or not, Zach. Yeah. Alcoholic man yeah. who owns Monster Truck Bar is real.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm gonna say it's GPT, but a a a a monster truck alcoholic man is real.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> he exists. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's true. That's 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 fake. That's ChatGPT. I'm not All gonna right.
1: lie, Zach. Uh, you kind of shot yourself in the foot there because the only reason I got that one is because I knew you were putting in increasingly ridiculous criteria. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that one was that one was very sellable. Yeah, uh, I played uh, uh, played my hand a bit
0: on that one. <laughs> Uh yeah. Oh
1: monster truck bar. That's so funny, dude. It's so funny. It's like that guy who used to park a monster truck in our neighborhood. Yeah. And every time I drive past, I was just like, it's the monster truck guy. You know he's an alcoholic.
0: He's going to Thunder Tavern. Yeah, no. Uh, monster I,
1: trucks are so fucking cool, dude. Yeah, I
0: love them, man. I'd fucking go to a monster truck bar. God, this it, is the problem with AI. I just type in shit that I want to see, and yeah. then I go, God damn it, it's not it's real. It's not real. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, this episode is called Bromancing the Stone. Uh John, uh John Taffer has his hands filled with the owner of an outdated college bar who is more interested in managing his fantasy football team than running a business.
1: I've this is real i feel like i've seen this episode
0: yeah yeah, yeah this yeah, one's yeah, real
1: yeah. <laughs> it was and it's funny that you went fantasy football because at first i thought this was the guy who kept hosting poker nights in his own bar just so he could play poker yeah um but 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 then you're like fantasy football and
0: i was like same archetype yeah <laughs> this one is called fangs and flare uh john taffer ventures into a vampire themed bar named the dark knight bite the bar was once a popular haunt for vampire enthusiasts, but has lost its edge and is now haunted by poor management and outdated atmosphere.
1: This one honestly has me I'm gonna I'm not answering out the gates. I'm walking yeah. through my thought process. Sure. Um um I believe that this sounds like something that ChatGPT wrote. Yeah. But the thing about it is there are so many episodes where there are so many like there's the bar. There's the bar where like they do the BDSM night, yeah, and they have like the dude tied to the huge cross, yeah. Um, and John Taffer walks in, like, "What the fuck is going on here?" And the manager's like, "I don't know. These people just do what they want to do." You know, yeah. and it's just, the, and so the, I'm just like with Vampire Bar, I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I feel like it's fake, but also bars like this exist, you know? Yeah,
0: Marshall, it's the owner of the bar who clearly has some sort of right. upper problem, like right. it's either on meth or crack right. or something, <laughs> and he's just bewild like looking. at at john he's like i didn't know this stuff was going on here just tweaking yeah <laughs> <laughs> god what a great episode that's one of my favorites <laughs> uh, but yeah that one's fake uh, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. uh all right last one uh rockin roaches okay uh john tafford descends on a grotesque goth and rock bar in austin texas Tasteless performances and cockroach infestations Are the least of his problems As he spars with the worst bar owner to date
1: I think that that's the episode I was just talking about <laughs> That's real Yeah, it's real It's real
0: I don't think it's the uh, I don't think it's the um, uh, Oh no, because that wasn't a goth club they No, just had, it's that a was punk a, rock bar Yeah It's a it's yeah. a punk club pretty much And, and they have, and the guy's just like You don't know music, John Taffer And all this shit And I think <laughs> I think this is one of the rare few ones where John Taffer just fucking dips. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, man. there's like three or four of those.
1: And it's so funny because these people already signed the waivers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: It's so funny. So this last weekend I did a really horrible gig at a country club in like Runaway Bay, oh my Texas. God. Yeah, yeah. Horrible. But it was so funny because I was uh with my buddy Scott Crisp, who's just a savant in television knowledge. <laughs> like 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 I, I know my way around. He has read the sacred text. Zach, Zach, know? Zach.
1: I know my way around. Yeah. You may not have read the sacred text, but don't sell yourself short. You are a level above, sir.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, he and I will just have, like, conversations about, like, Family Matters episodes or something like that, you know, like, like, full in depth. Like, you know, I was explaining to him. I'm just it- glad you have
1: people like that in your life, because, like, I know that I can't ever do that for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: So, so, uh, uh, But I was explaining to him and uh, Lawrence Rosales, another great comedian, uh, I was explaining to them an episode of Bar Rescue where John Taffer literally revamps the entire bar, right? So the owner of the bar is just an asshole, right? He's just a drunk. And he's Mm. just like oh no yeah rescue my bar like and he rescues the whole bar mostly because of the staff he's yeah, like oh, yeah. he's no, no, no. There for
1: the people who are like working and trying to support themselves and yeah their families
0: and so like the episode ends with john taffer doing the like the reveal the owner showing up even though he wasn't invited <laughs> drunk off his ass And like John just goes, okay, yeah, no, I revamped this bar. I'm not going to stick around and do this whole thing. You know, uh, I don't believe in this guy. I don't think anybody here should. And uh and you like, call him
1: a loser? I love it when he calls people a oh, loser. Oh yeah. I
0: mean I time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, but he did the uh he did the thing where it's like John Taffer is like one of those people who's going to push somebody, right? You know, uh and he wants them to yell back at him, right? Mm-hmm. But this guy is such a limp noodle of a person that anything like John yells at him, he's just like, Okay, yeah, no, that's your opinion. You know, so he just has like nothing to work with. Is there. this the guy who wears a trilby? No. Okay, okay. Maybe. I'm not there's too sure. There's another
1: episode where there's like a skinny, kind of tall, super pasty guy who wears a trilby who is very similar, but yeah, well, like um, the
0: bar itself is like called the dugout. And like literally <laughs> the episode ends, so John Taffer's like, I'm out of here. Goodbye. And like literally, uh like most of the staff just immediately dips as well. They're like, Yeah, we quit. We're done. You know. <laughs> oh shit so most of the staff quits the people who are in line to see the bar all kind of dip because they're like oh no bar rescue is not filming here anymore all right fuck this
1: yeah they just want to be on tv
0: yeah and so all of them leave and it's just the owner in his new redesigned bar (laughs) drunk off his ass just looking at shit on the wall he's like oh yeah no i like like the wood paneling it's great On
1: national fucking television, dude. Great
0: job, John. (laughs) 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 It's one of my favorite episodes, and I don't see it enough. That's so
2: sad. Oh, God. But it's so so funny.
0: It's so funny when, like... Uh, just like people are so delusional. Don't get me wrong. It's a, it's a, it's a reality television show. I imagine it's not all based around, you know. Yeah. I've watched uh, reality TV. There's a yeah, lot of producers feeding things. And well, so, it was like on the episode, edited together on the episode and, like, we watched
1: last night, they had revamped, they hadn't like redone the bar yet, but they had like done all the training, the new yeah. drinks, the new menu, the whole the stress nine test. Yeah. The stress test. And it was after the stress test. And there were some things they kind of butched in the stress test. Yeah. Um, and so John was giving him some like tough love, yeah. um, but then it's so funny because they cut back from John, who's like basically yelling at them, saying what they need to do right, even yeah. though he's also kind of giving them a pat on the back. Yeah, uh, but it cuts back to the 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 bar staff and like the owners. And the owners just have these huge smiles on their faces, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, "Oh no, that was that was shot at a different point in time."
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh,
0: but yeah, no, I think uh, I think we've learned a lot. You know, uh, yeah. Marshall, you 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 did great on that capture test, uh, bar or bot. You know, you figured <laughs> out which one's the the robot and which one's the actual bar. So good on you, sir. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Thank you. You, uh, you only got one Beep, wrong. Boop, boop. Oh, Appreciate fuck. it. Oh jeez! <laughs> <laughs> I've never noticed that like blinking light on your chest. Yeah, it's because I usually wear shirts. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird
1: episode. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, playlists. Yeah, but before we start, yeah, you gotta tell you you gotta <sighs> tell them how this shit works, Marshall. Listen, people. Listen, people. Yeah, it's real simple. Mm-hmm. We do this every single week the same exact way. Um, and 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 today's episode is no different than the past three or four episodes, where we did it the exact same way. So what's going to happen here is uh, Zach—he's holding a little ball in his hands. It's a uh, like a like a like a lacrosse ball of sorts. Yeah. Um. So he's gonna highlight. throw it across the room at me as hard it's as he a, can. It's made of marble. It's highlight. Oh, that's, that makes this way scarier. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so Zach is gonna lob that at my head about yeah. as hard as he can, and I'm trying to catch it in my teeth. Yeah. If I catch it in my teeth. Then I'm allowed to present all five of my songs in my playlist back to back while telling kind of a story. Yeah. At that point, I will. Um, I guess remove the, the the mostly broken falling out teeth from my mouth and I lightly hand the ball over to Zach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, which, I don't have a good
0: catching. Yeah, I don't have yeah, a good catching. Yeah,
1: arm. he's he's not very coordinated. Yeah,
0: I couldn't play catch with my dad. I could well, just play throw.
1: It's also less of a loss because you have less teeth than me. Yeah, um, sure, so, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, and then Zach will present all five of his songs. Uh, yeah. Uh, sequentially, uh, likely weaving us a story about a bar that needs rescuing. Yeah. So, uh, let's get started! Leader off my dude. Nuke's Tavern is an establishment that has been thriving in Brunswick, New Jersey since the mid-1950s. This 3,300 square foot bar has an aesthetic that is uniquely reminiscent of the nuclear age. A big mural covers one wall. It lists Fat Man, Little Boy, Shipping Port and Three Mile Island. (laughs) The last entry has been crossed off, though, and has a huge mushroom cloud drawn over the top of it. I know, because the thing happened. (laughs) The bar is dated, and it hasn't seen much love since the original owner, Dom, passed away and handed down the establishment to his nephew, Luther. We begin today's escapade with Cherry Pink and Apple Blossom White by Perez Prado.
0: I love this song, and I've actually heard it before. And it's crazy because I have it all on a playlist, but I never know the exact name of the song. You know, I just <laughs> know it as that trumpet song that like sways a whole ton. Cherry pink and apple blossom white. Yeah, I feel like this is the type of song that pairs well with like a montage of trying to put something in your car that's way too big. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. constantly
0: trying to readjust and then like coming back to like zero of yeah. just like you outside of it with your car and just like every angle, every like trying to It's like a it bunch out. of
1: jump cuts of you just around a different door or different like part yeah. of your car trying to put the thing in.
0: <laughs> it's like right when you got it like, "Oh, I can close my trunk." And then like the other door opens. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, or you close the trunk and the window shatters cuz there's a corner poking up or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good sl-
0: Song for shenanigans
1: yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Mundane shenanigans. Uh, so the way I landed on this song was uh, uh, I did a Google search for the number one charting song of 1955. Wow! And I did no research. I did yeah. not look into it. I did not even click a link. Uh, uh, Google told me that this was correct, just on like their search page, and so I went with it. Yeah, um, but I actually I really enjoy this song. Um, I've also heard it before. Um, yeah. I have no idea what it was called. Yeah, uh, 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 Perez uh, uh, Prado is the guy who made Mambo Number no. Five. Yes. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Also slightly lesser known, Mambo Number no. Eight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mambo Number Eight,
1: fucking slaps. It me. rips, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I really love the horns in this song. Um, obviously that like lead trumpet that really like kind of sits above everything else in in the mix Mm -hmm. um, it it does a really excellent job of kind of like replacing what would be a vocal melody there oftentimes and allowing it to be an instrumental track Mm -hmm. and i also love at the very start of the song for the first like two sections of it the way that the drums go it's like it, it sounds very much like old like cowboy like like a like a cowboy riding through the desert on a yeah. horse with no water yeah uh, uh, i got big time like and it's funny because the song does not sound western at all no but the way that that rhythm goes it just makes me think of the scene from like the three amigos where they're all riding through their 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 horse yeah. in the desert. Yeah. Uh, uh, and they're all out of water. And then Chevy Chase just fucking like pulls out his canteen and like takes a swig and then like swishes it around in his and mouth spits and it spits out. it out. Yeah. <laughs> Martin Short opens his and it's just all it's sand. It's dirt. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh yeah so that that uh, just got that vibe from the percussion there at the start and i just really liked that wanted to bring attention to it but this song is actually playing at nukes uh, uh before taffer shows up uh, it's a normal normal night at the
0: bar uh uh, uh the- a solid like dive bar song like not not a song played in a dive bar but a song to describe a dive bar. right you right know? Yeah, yeah for sure
1: um, and especially one that's like themed in the fifties. Uh, I don't know. I, mm. It felt very apropos. I heard it and I was like, oh yeah, I can do the top song from 1955. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it's one big party. There's like, uh, uh, there's sake bombs in front of photos of traditional bombs and it's all very in poor taste. Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't even account for the bartenders who are overpouring. Uh. And the kitchen staff who are licking the cookware. Oh, f- wait, what? <laughs> uh, the song is silenced when John Taffer enters. What are you doing? <laughs> this is a travesty. He, p- <laughs> he points to the dated accommodations and wet floors and the ugly ass bouncer by the door. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Luther, is this disgusting mess what your uncle Dom would have wanted? (laughs) John again points at the ugly bouncer. Disgusting! (laughs) Luther starts to sputter an excuse, but Taffer cuts him off. I have what it'll take to fix this garbage dump. I guess this week you need to determine if you can have it too. He spits at the bouncer's feet. (laughs) All right. Let's have a look around. (laughs) (laughs) As, As John Taffer begins inspecting Front of House, Moldy Lunchbox by Vastron Vulture plays. Hell yeah. Dig this, <laughs> yeah, man. This
0: is a this is a dope ass song.
1: So uh, this guy, a uh, uh, Vestron Vulture, he makes uh, what he calls death wave music, dope. which I think just means like sad vaporwave or synthwave.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, uh, uh, it's uh, it is like. Being goth and drinking coffee, right? Yeah, right. It's it's it, it has energy to it, but you hate your life and yeah. you're you're trapped in this uh, existence. Well, it's like I think
1: the vocals do such a good job of expressing that. it's oh, Like definitely. you have uh, these these, these, these wonderful synths that are yeah. like taking the lead, and then behind, like way low in the mix with a ton of reverb on it, like you said, mumbled. Yeah. That was a great word for it. Yeah. Uh, you have this guy just kind of like muttering the lyrics of the song. Yeah. Um, and it's all washed out and with all this reverb
0: and stuff. To where yeah. it's
1: it's it's very hard to understand, frankly. Oh yeah, for sure. But it's um, so
0: balanced in a way of like because those scents are so clear and high pitch, having that low muffled mm-hmm. just whatever lyrics in the background, uh, like it's just so good. Right. You know? Well, and
1: it's it's it, it makes it feel almost like eerie. It's like the song's yeah. like beat boopy and high energy, like you were saying. Yeah. Um, but it's like the second I like started looking into the artist and I was like Death Wave, I was like, Oh yeah. I was like, it might be high energy and beep boopy. Yeah. This is not happy music, necessarily. No. No 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 no, 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 no,
0: This is songs to get you through the day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Like. Yeah. Uh,
1: so, during this song, John Taffer's inspecting front of house. Mm-hmm. Uh, he walks behind the bar and, like, runs a hand across, and there's just, like, a bunch of dust on his hand, and he, like, yeah. blows it off of his palm and just looks disgusted. Um, and then he uh, uh, kind of like walks over to look at like the bottles of liquor. And while he's there, he pushes over a bust of Dwight D. Eisenhower and flips <laughs> off a hung portrait of Oppenheimer. <laughs> um, upon reaching the first beer tap, he puts the same middle finger all the way up inside the beer tap up to the third knuckle. <laughs> when he removes the digit from the tap, you can see it's completely covered in black sludge. He looks disturbed. holding it in the air for everyone to see. Yeah, it's fucking black sludge. Before putting the whole finger in his mouth and sucking the sludge off. Ah, John. Just like I thought. Mold! Mold! (laughs) You're gonna kill someone! (laughs) He puts the finger back into the tap for a second helping before they move to back of house. (laughs) As they enter back of house, radioactive rat attack by violent homicidal slashers plays. Oh shit. The surface area is overrun by rats. They kill any who are not of the same race as themselves. Remember,
2: human beings are their food. (laughs) (laughs)
0: D- attack! <laughs> <laughs> I remember you telling me that you had to listen to a song that's like a minute and a half today like over and over and over again is this yeah, it?
1: Yeah this is <laughs> a- it's- not even a song I like hated out the gates or anything. No, it no, was no, just no. it's so short. Yeah. That, like whenever I'm doing my write-up, I, I tend to, and I've said this before on the show, I think, but I tend to like loop whatever song I'm listening to so I can keep that vibe in my head while I write this next portion. Yeah. Um and, and this song's like, what, like a minute? <laughs> this song's 47 seconds long.
2: <laughs> and so like
1: the whole time I'm sitting here writing my write-up, I heard this song like 30 plus times. <laughs> Because it took me at least fifteen or twenty minutes to get through this part of my script, <laughs> and it was like it was like honestly, uh, I, there's a lot of elements about this song that I actually kind of enjoy a lot, but I was so ready to just like move on by the time I was done yeah. with this section.
0: It's so weird. The mix is very vocal heavy, yeah, which I don't hear in a lot of music like this. You know, like the, yeah, the the vocal mix is usually. Around the way Like the guitar And the rest of the band is
1: It's another instrument Because it's already Kind of inaudible Right, right?
0: Exactly So so hearing something Where the, the vocals Are like very above Everything else Is just so fucking weird Because you're <laughs> saying You're like you, No 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 You gotta understand The lyrics And that the lyrics Are also just screaming just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah It's very I've, I, I, I've, it's I've Interesting tried, I've tried
1: twice To hit the scream on that And I, I failed
0: both times Yeah Yeah uh, uh, you know what they say about third times. So
1: these guys make like like. <laughs> <laughs> that was. I, it was it was not bad? It was closer. Uh, yeah, it was closer. That was like a vocal fry almost. Yeah.
0: Sad <laughs> <laughs> um, phrase.
1: So these guys make like grindcore or like some equivalent like aggressive subgenre. Yeah. <laughs> uh you know, it's fast, it's grimy. Uh it really does sound like like the mental dissonance that's present during a radioactive rat attack.
0: Yeah, sure. I'd be um, uh not here.
1: <laughs> <Right? laughs> what is like half the vocals like the higher screams they sound straight like a rat out of hell you yeah, know what i mean yeah,
0: yeah.
1: um and then of course they have like the growls and the other shit i don't know i don't listen to a lot of like like i i i don't know what subgenre this is specifically i would probably consider it grindcore yeah um i'm not huge into a lot of the specific cores yeah. but uh you know i don't know it was fun <laughs> um I, I i will say yeah <laughs> um um after looking through their discography. Mm -hmm. Um, I cannot vouch on this band uh, uh, musically, instrumentally, very similar. Uh, uh, If this is your steez, check this band out. Um, I cannot vouch for them being like, okay, dudes. Oh, Um, yeah? uh, Just, I, I, I don't know. Sure. The thing is, they they do a lot of like the edgy metal stuff, kind of like I talked about with like acid bath. Sure. Uh, but it's it's 2023. It's not the 90s anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so well, it's, it's like, one of
0: those things where it's like, I think I think just blanket statement. Uh, you know, uh, we uh, do not know these people.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So we can't really say how they are as people. We can talk about their art. Yeah. We can Talk about the things. And then, uh, uh, you know, going past that, if we already know that they suck, we're probably not going to put them on. But, exactly. You yeah. Know, if if you guys, point. Yeah, but if you guys, uh, you know, find out a band we mentioned says, uh, you know, some racist, homophobic, transphobic, which shit, we
1: are again not saying that this band has done. Yeah. <laughs> we just don't know. We just don't know.
0: But as soon as you tell us, we'll we'll sound off and be like, "Hey, yo, fuck this band."
1: Yeah, well, and, and these guys, it's it's it's. I have no bearing on if they're good dudes or not. They just make edgy metal. You yeah, know? sure. Uh, I mean, their name, uh, uh, uh violent homicidal slashes. Yeah, well, slashers. I, you know, and, and, and there's
0: and there's a difference. Like I know plenty of comedians who say really fucked up shit on stage. Exactly right. Who are very much the nicest, sweetest people off stage. Well, you as know?
1: someone who listens to a lot of like metal and a lot of doom metal, like like sure. like it is very important to realize that a lot of this stuff is a character and an act. There yes. are people who really do like, like try to embody all of this like hardcore shit. Sure. Um, um, but it's like realistically nine times out of 10, these are just dudes who love playing music together and, and doing an act or a character, whether it's for shock value or comedy or what have you, uh, they're saying the, and doing these things. Um, um, so I just wanted to say it's like, it's like much like acid bath. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say these are great dudes, but like if this music is your steez, the rest of their discography, pretty comparable. So nice. like check them out. Yeah. Um, Um, I have a couple other songs that I actually really enjoyed off of it. Nice. Um, I mean, I liked this one before I heard it 30 times. Yeah. (laughs) Back to the story. Yeah. The second John Taffer enters back of house, a box near the walk-in freezer flies off the wall. Hey. John Taffer assumes a defensive Taekwondo stance and approaches the box. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot I wrote that. (laughs) <laughs> it's a good
0: it's a good one. It's a good descriptor.
1: Uh, the box has radiation warnings on the outside. Okay. He reaches towards the lid, but right before he touches it, the box bursts open and out of the box jumps a full six foot three bodybuilder wearing mouse ears. Oh, okay, okay. He lunges at Taffer, who executes a proficient dodge before landing a solid right hook. Yeah, because he took Taekwondo. <laughs> John is able to twist the rat around him and hold him in a suplex until the rat taps out. <laughs> they touch gloves because they're both good sportsmen. John kicks. <laughs> John kicks the box over and a bunch of yellow pucks roll out. Uh-huh. You have to properly store your yellow cake uranium. Rats love yellow cake. That's this really is do. basic stuff. Basic restaurant management. You're going to get someone killed. <laughs>
0: Sounds like it.
1: Um, and with that, he proceeds to point out a lot of other gross, nasty shit in back of house. Yeah. Which takes us back to him getting the whole staff together. Mm-hmm. We're going to start with Management versus Labor by Boy Sets Fire. So these dudes have been making music since uh, 1994. Oh, ah, um, yeah, Wow, that's yeah. That's, I know, right? It was when I was born. <laughs> and they released stuff as recently as 2019, and they're still touring. So ah, I don't nice. know. It's just, it's just it's good for these guys. Like, yeah. like it takes a lot to keep a band going for fucking decades. Um, and these guys, uh, they call themselves a, a Prague hardcore band. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm not 100 percent sure I agree with that label. Yeah, uh, it, I, I enjoyed the music. It sounded a lot more to me like a, a lot of like like harder radio rock from like the the mid two thousands. like Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, bands yeah. like that. Which like, like I, Taking
0: Back Sunday. Yeah, which like, like, yeah, I enjoy yeah. bands
1: like that a lot. Oh, yeah. I'm just not trying to call them progressive hardcore. Yeah, um, for you sure. Know? But one thing I really enjoyed, I, I I did like the the rhythm guitar doing those like driving notes forward. You know, like a rhythm guitar n- needs to do. Like it's yeah. his job. That's why they pay him money. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, but wow. over that a lot of times, there's you. <laughs> <a> <laughs> lot of people mostly me um so there's uh, <laughs>
0: and one rhythm guitarist named me
1: named me yeah that's the issue zach that, you just highlighted the issue
2: <laughs>
1: but uh, there's all these like really light like little leads over it uh, throughout that i really enjoy and then obviously we didn't get to it in the uh, when i played it just now but they have like a good solo and stuff like that like it's sure. it's, it's instrumentally i really enjoy it yeah um but vocally they do these really excellent like molecore harmonies Mm-hmm. Um, have I told you about Molcor? <laughs> I don't think so. Mallcore, I don't know where the term comes from, but my buddy Tristan told it to me, yeah. and I immediately just like latched onto it. Mm-hmm. Um, and mallcore is like post-hardcore, yeah, with like really poppy, pretty boy vocals.
0: Sure, sure, sure sure, uh, sure, sure. So it's
1: like it's like a lot of the bands will do a lot of like screaming, 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 and then it gets to like the chorus, and they have someone who comes in and sings like pop vocals, like very clean. Sometimes there's auto tune, um, yeah. and it's not bad. It's a good sound. Uh, uh, I just think Mallcore is the most apt thing in the world to call it. Yeah. Cause
0: it's just like a guy in like a nice jacket. Like if you pass by a hot topic in a mall, that's, this is a song that's playing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, I actually, I enjoyed the song. I thought it was good. Uh, 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 I do think that I'm going to probably dive into their catalog and see if some of their older stuff is a little more progressive or a little sure. bit more hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I'm just interested, yeah. you know, John Taffer is gathering the staff. Uh, Back in front of house, in the dining room. Yeah. All right, all right, I've seen enough. Luther, you have butchered this bar. All of the problems lead back to one big ugly finger, and who's that pointing at?
2: It's pointing at you, Luther!
1: (laughs) The theme, dated. The beer, moldy. The rats, excellent sparring partners. But they shouldn't be here! (laughs) All of this boils down to bad management. Oh, shit. But I've got a plan if you could get your head out of your ass. We're rebranding. Also, getting rid of this Great War nuclear era crap. Science is cool now. We'll hang up some cool science shit, like a picture of DNA or something. (laughs) And with that, he he says, get out of the bar. Uh, Come back tomorrow when we've renovated. And overnight while they're renovating the bar, the song Save the Day by Chill Bump Plays.
0: <laughs> One, two, three. I ain't got no motherfucking cape but tights. I ain't capable of breaking walls or
1: taking flight, changing form or falling from amazing heights, but I ain't afraid to brawl, or face my frights, face it y'all, I'ma break the ball when I take a mic, it takes a mic to get up on a fucking stage and preach, expose the fake shit and then make sure that the fake impeached, the games I pitched became the saver like the name was Peach, and when the show's over we both be leaving with two ladies each, I'm breaking defense, and instead of flying through the roof, your troops are crying getting Cause I spit fire in the pool.
0: Kind of, you know, kind of has like a uh, like a uh, early Eminem flow to it.
1: Yeah, it does. It yeah. does. Uh, I I caught that too. Actually, Um yeah. It's 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 very like like focused on the 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 syllables. God, it took me too <laughs> long to remember that word. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of emphasis on the syllables, though. Uh Like, yeah. like uh, uh, very interesting. I really enjoyed the track. Uh, yeah. I really enjoyed the beats.
0: Oh yeah, I love um, that. Uh, that sort of like like chip tune sound. Yeah, without... it's almost
1: like a eight bit or sixteen bit or something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. It, yeah.
0: It's that. It's that sound without the um the speed to it. You mm-hmm. know, I don't want to say chip tune because chip tune usually means like fast pace, right? Whereas like this is just more of like a, oh, no, it just has that that. It's early like if, video game synth sound. It's like if
1: if if Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom had an 8-bit soundtrack.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Where it's
1: like slow and spaced instead of like, boss fight! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's um, not an 8-bit brigade, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like my favorite part of the whole song is the part where like the drums come out and all that you're left with is like the synth, um, which actually drops from the 8-bit thing to a different little synthly line there that's happening. Yeah. Um, and then like they're just sitting there uh, still doing some vocal stuff. And then the beat comes. It goes three, two, one. Or maybe it's one, two. I think three, two, one. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then like the beat comes back in, but it's like more complex and there's more layers to it when it comes back in. And it just feels so Good. It's so wonderfully done. Yeah. Uh, What we didn't get to in the song later as well, Zach, is there's this part where they're just fucking around with turntables for a little bit, just scratching records. Um, and That (laughs) part's also super sick. Um, Nice. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, it's it's all of it put together. I really, I really enjoyed this song. I was really happy with this find. Hell yeah. The next day, Mm -hmm. uh, we see a shot of the bar from the street. Mm -hmm. The sign is covered by a large sheet. The entire staff is present. They have their backs turned to us as they eagerly await the rebranding of the bar to be revealed to them. The sheet is pulled from the sign. The sign reads, Taffer's Tap House. <laughs> everyone, uh, <no. laughs> everyone loses their minds. Yeah. Uh, they're clapping, they're screaming, they're hooting, they're hollering. Yeah. And at this point, John exits the bar onto the street facing the camera. Yeah. Everyone immediately starts fist pumping. John! 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 <laughs> John Finally the staff turns towards the cameras. Yeah. Something's off, Zach. Oh fuck. Oh my god, they're faces. Zack, they're all John Taffer. Oh no. In unison they say, Thank you, John. And credits
0: roll. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> He fixed the bar, Zach. Yeah, and that first fucking Jason Statham running on a all fours like a dog. Now this, now this nightmare fuel <laughs> that I have to deal with—an entire crowd of John Taffers and varying age and heights and just yeah, weights. You forgot that one. Yeah, I want to say good playlist cuz it was a good playlist, it but also, playlist. yeah, got got Dark episode of bar rescue. <laughs> yeah, it, someone rescue me from this episode. Jeez.
1: I was I was trying to think of the a way to use the words from kryptonite. Uh I'll be your superman.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Marshall, let me let me uh, uh paint you a picture of uh uh my uh bar rescue episode. Yeah.
1: Oh, I love this part where I go first and get yeah. to just
0: sit back and drink my beer. Yep, yeah, yeah. I was doing great. And then I was like, oh, wait, now I got to go up. You know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Human Bar is a 2,200-square-foot bar with a working kitchen and two wells behind the bar. First established in 1947, the bar has a new <laughs> owner from out of town, Florbnax. Purchased the bar after landing in Roswell in 2022. <laughs> what seemed like an easy established venue turned into a nightmare after Flarbnox angered the local clientele. He changed the name to Human Bar. Customers have stated the new venue has a lack of atmosphere and are constantly being bombarded by the strange new owner. <laughs> Human Bar only has three months left before they go out of business. So they have agreed to open up the books and let John Taffer rescue their bar. <laughs> my first song that we'll play is Let's All Go to the Bar by Deer Tick. I don't care, So go, go to the, the bar. Said ride, but yeah, anyway.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great song, dude. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I I mean uh I feel like this is like the quintessential bar song. Right? Because, like, there is a part of the song that everyone could sing along to, and it's Let's All Go to the Bar. Yeah, you
1: can always hit that response, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, which is
0: the perfect way to, like, measure, a, like, Let's all go to the bar. You know, yeah. it's like any drunkard could hit that, <laughs> you know? And it's a very actionable thing. Like, Let's All Go to the Bar, you know? And, and like, you're saying, there's just so many, like, funny lyrics that are just yeah. like I don't care if it rains I don't give a shit if it's a hurricane let's all go to the bar I don't want know? to
1: go to the liquor store let's yeah. all go to the bar well, let's
0: all go to the bar you know it's a it's a fun you know high energy song uh I love deer tick a lot they've uh, done plenty of great songs um the uh, this album specifically uh has another great song called clowning around which is about John Wayne Casey <laughs> 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 They have a uh, they have plenty of other like really great like somber songs too. Um, oh, that uh, one's
1: the one about John Wayne Gacy's not somber. No, it's actually very
0: <laughs> funny. Uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, uh, goodbye, dear friend is like a, that's a song you hear at a funeral. Like that's a very like beautiful, beautiful, heartbreaking song. Uh, there is a uh, another song that you might have heard called uh, Art Isn't Real. Uh, and that's like sort of like an indie um guitar track. Uh very simple in a way, but it's a is a beautiful song. So I imagine John Taffer like you know <laughs> rolls up to the bar to do <laughs> recon. You know, it's the perfect recon song. Like let's yeah, all go let's to all the go bar. to the bar.
1: We gotta figure out why it's fucking up.
0: Yeah, John Taffer sends in his wife to do recon and he watches her with the uh rockabilly bartender and the OB chef. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh so so his wife like enters the bar human bar, and she like sits down. Nothing in the building is clean. You know, uh, everything is just like, it's like a smoke filled dark bar. She orders like a Cosmo and they give her a Capri Sun with vodka in it.
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> hey, that's, just, that's just so funny because there was this one time I was house sitting for one of my friends. Uh, yeah, uh, This was when I was in, I was a senior in high school and his parents were out of town. They were on like a trip or something. Sure. The only booze I had access to was a big bottle of Eff- Everclear. Oh, no. And the only mixer I had access to was an it's eight Capri pack Sun. of
0: Capri Sun. God, that <laughs> sounds that sounds so sad.
1: I got hammered.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's Everclear, Marshall. <laughs> if you would have said any other liquor, I would have been like, oh, so he had a lot. I was like, I'm assuming you had one.
1: <laughs> I think I drank three Capri Suns. I don't know how that Break down into uh, how much liquor? Out. Yeah, I don't
0: know. <laughs> well, if it's if it's enough to cut Everclear, I'm guessing it's one and a half. No,
1: no, no, no. That's the thing about Everclear. You don't taste it, and it doesn't bite like other liquor. Really? Yeah, I know that's crazy because it's grain alcohol. Yeah. No, but that was the whole thing. Is it was it was like it was like it doesn't really have any taste. Because um, you know me, I don't deal well with the taste of alcohol. That's why yeah. I have a hard time with a lot of liquors. Yeah, 100%.
0: Um, um, yeah.
1: Everclear doesn't taste like anything, and like it gives you a little bit of that heat, a little bit of that burn. But honestly, in a mixed drink, significantly less so than an alcohol I can taste, at least for me. Ah, it was man. crazy. It was honestly, it freaked me out how easy it was for me to drink that much Everclear. Oh, And wow. I was... A fucking senior in high school drinking Everclear You know what I mean it takes a bit to freak me out when I'm drinking You know
0: like I'm I'm just assuming any sort of like lower grade High proof alcohol is just Malort (laughs) (laughs) Cause uh that is a taste That gets worse Like the aftertaste is worse Like Malort Rots in your (laughs) mouth
1: I've never had it, and I don't plan to, Yeah, you described it to me on several occasions.
0: I had to, for uh, my buddy's bachelor party, uh, we were playing a game, and then if you lose the game, you have to do a shot of Malort, Ugh. and uh, if you did, well, it, it, what would happen when you lose the game, everyone just chants Malort at you, <laughs> so it's really hard to get out of that situation. <laughs> Anyways, Malort,
1: Malort. Oh, wait, one more thing on Everclear, yeah. one more thing on Everclear real
0: quick. I just have one
1: There was one time uh, uh, I was hanging out with my friend Sarah and we we're trying to uh, get a bottle of Everclear. Uh, we lived in Denton sure, um, and we were in Louisville for some reason uh, uh, and they have a total wine in Louisville. And so we were like, yes, ah, I do." they've got everything, a total wine. And so we go and we had like a bottle of rum, we had like a, a couple bottles of wine, we had a bottle of vodka um, yeah. and we cannot find Everclear. And so finally we find the sales clerk. We go, hey, where's y'all's Everclear? And he just goes, we don't carry Everclear here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so we went to a spec spot, some Everclear, and got fucked up. Some freshmen in college actually stole it out of our house at uh, that party. And it was so funny because we were like, why would you steal the Everclear? Yeah, Anyways, Out um, of everything. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. We had so much liquor. Anyways.
0: Uh, so back to the episode of Bar Rescue. Um, uh, John Taffer's <laughs> wife orders a plate of nachos, and they just hand her a half-eaten bag of Doritos. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah. And so Florbnax is there, right? Yeah, okay. And Florbnax is in the corner and he's drunk as fuck. And uh, he comes up and he starts hitting on John Taffer's wife. <laughs> we assume. See, the thing about Florbnax is no one knows his language, <laughs> he doesn't speak English. So he just makes a little, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot of those noises, (laughs) but very suggestive. Like he slaps her ass or something. and then John Taffer goes, that's it. I'm going in. (laughs) And which cues up the song. You make me sick by Satan's rats.
1: chorus yeah I love how short it is i love that the only lyrics in it are you make me sick yeah um uh, uh wow I, I dig that yeah so it's good Sa- shit
0: satan's rats uh 1970s uh punk band 1970s uh, yeah really? uh, 1977 Wow. So, okay, yeah yeah, 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 right,
1: right in the pocket, right. Yeah, when, yeah, right
0: when, right when shit was popping off, yeah. like Sex Pistols and uh-huh. like other stuff like that. Uh, so this band, uh, they only have one album out uh, before I think it was their lead singer quit, and then they reformed into a different band that's more like new wave, uh, called like the Photos or something like that. But uh, I mean, a lot
1: of uh, uh, a lot of like that's not uncommon for like new wave and punk were so intertwined. Oh yeah, I mean like Joy, Division. Yeah, yeah, well, Joy yeah, Division, yeah, Joy yeah. Division turning into New Order is the prime example. Exactly, of, like, yeah of like greedy fucking punk rock straight over into fucking new wave yeah, like <laughs> you know I mean it
0: was all uh, it was all um, you know outsider art it was mm-hmm. all like sort of you know the 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 difference being that new wave was something that was marketable right well,
1: well and like the talking heads uh, oh, exactly. uh, it's so interesting that the talking heads were one of like the first punk bands because in today's day and age they are like the premier new wave band, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, what an interesting time in history!
0: This song is just blaring as like John sees red, <laughs> right? And John Taffer just begins like roasting Florbnax for his horrible bar and his unprofessionalism. Like, Florbnax is like drunk and he doesn't speak English, but luckily, the bartender Steve has been working long enough to like translate for him. <laughs> and like, you know, Florbnax is like, and he's just like, he's saying he doesn't care, he doesn't care about you. <laughs> so john like storms out of the bar he's like i don't even know if i'm gonna rescue this bar and so Florbnax just pukes on the bar and then falls off of his uh falls off his stool hell yeah the next day john returns to train the staff in order for the next event which is stress test by Revizia. zia
1: Mm. It's been a long time since I've heard a song that so badly made me want to go get some microchips, grind them up melt them down in a spoon and just shoot them up into my veins yeah this is one of those songs oh my god dude it's like I want to ride like a a surfboard that goes through the air and has RGB LEDs on it (laughs) shoot it robot cops you know what I mean like holy shit dude that song rips yeah fuzzy bass dude oh yeah
0: well it's it's one of those things too where it's like like it starts off kind of sounding like a, a shittier nine inch nails like song yeah right but then it just starts building and building And then when that first drop hits... Then it's drop after drop. Yeah. You know, it's it's just like next drop is even crazier. Next drop is even crazier, you know. And there's that halfway through the song, the drums pick up in tempo and do like mm-hmm. double time or, or something. <laughs> and it, and then there's that weird, creepy synth that comes in yeah. with just like one pointed notes, you know. <laughs> so now it's the stress test. Human bar is packed with customers and everything is going wrong. There's broken glasses. Food is being delivered to the wrong customers. There's 20 minutes. Minute drink times and an hour Food ticket times uh, Florbnax is like chain smoking Behind the bar as he like rushes To make drinks and John just starts Heckling Florbnax you know Cause he like hit on his wife so yeah. you now he's just like Taking like you're really fucking up All these people look at all these thirsty customers You know oh, like you were
1: a big strong Man the other night yeah, huh
0: And he's like literally getting the uh, like the Bar crowd to like jump in anybody Gonna drink yet <laughs> Make some noise if you haven't gotten a drink yet. You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> Florbnax starts like yelling and gibberish, like <laughs> I fuck this, I'm out, and he storms out and the crew just like kinda like closes up. The next morning, John and the staff of Human Bar wait for Florbnax to arrive. <laughs> they each have a letter to read about how his behavior affects their lives. Florbnax starts to see the consequences of his actions. Oh. John says he has one last message for Florbnax. It's a hologram message from his home world. What seems what? to be the supreme ruler of the what? Wait, planet? Quick,
1: quick. What kind of device does John Taffer pull out of his pocket to play this this hologram? What does John Taffer just have on his person? It's like, a
0: silver he... oval.
1: Good, good. Thank you. Yeah, I just I needed that for the picture.
0: Yeah. So Florbnax sees the supreme ruler of Florbnax's planet. And he says like gibberish to Florbnax, and Florbnax bursts into tears, <laughs> which leads into my next song, The Breakthrough by Odyssey. So Odyssey is like sort of an indie rapper producer. Mm -hmm. Uh, I kind of first became uh, aware of him around 2011 uh, when one of his albums came out. Yeah. Uh, And it's, it's great shit. I mean, he's a phenomenal rapper and also just... Producer. I mean, this is an instrumental track, but it's just very well done. Mm. Uh, 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 there were a lot of songs called Breakthrough yeah. that I had to go through, but this one was the only one that just really had like this emotional weight to it. Well, you know?
1: the second those piano chord started at the very top of the song where it's just like a, a classical piano undistorted nothing crazy yeah um but it was like the second i heard those i turned and looked at you and said ah i hear the breakthrough yeah, you know exactly. it very much conveys that like idea of like introspection um, yeah, and that for sure. idea of like kind of figuring out What's up? You know, yeah. it's the breakthrough. Yeah. Know?
0: That percussion just kind of keeps it going, you know, and then that like sawtooth synth that comes in, like, mm-hmm. you know, just really just adds so much to the track. It's it's a phenomenal song, but I uh <laughs> Florbnax, he's crying
2: <laughs>
0: and he promises he'll he'll change. That's what bartender Steve translates as. And uh uh John, you know, renovates the bar. It's the big reveal. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And the bar is now called Area Fifty Fun. (laughs) And it's all alien themed. The emphasizes we're trying to give something for the tourists, the people coming into Roswell to really have a good time, get a couple of drinks, and have a great meal. You know? Uh, (laughs) and Floribnax does this thing that some bar owners do that is one of my favorite things that happens in bar rescue. Yeah. Where they renovate the bar and they make it better and the owner of the bar hates it
1: hates it.
0: hates it there's hates one episode it. there's one episode where I think it's like a gay nightclub and he redesigns the whole thing and then the guy gets in there and he goes oh oh <laughs> And then proceeds to drink in his office The rest of the fucking night Like everybody else Everyone who works at the bar and everything Loves just it Loves it And the, the clientele comes in Everyone's having a great time But this guy's just like I do not like this He's one of the guys who reverts everything yeah. When his bar closes So at first like Florbenax doesn't like it But as soon as he sees like The well reception of the customers And everyone having a good time He embraces it And he becomes oh, a helpful good. owner And manager Oh you know? well, Wow. And this leads into my final song uh, Tomorrow's Gonna Be a Brighter Day by Jim Crouchy
2: Well I know that it hasn't been easy And I haven't always been around To see the right words Or to hold you in
1: the morning Or to help you when you're down I know I never showed you much of a good time But baby things are gonna change I'm gonna make up for all the hurt i brought I'm gonna love away all your pain Tomorrow's gonna be a brighter day There's gonna be some changes tomorrow Gonna be a brighter day This time you can believe me No more crying in your lonely room And no more empty nights Cause tomorrow morning
0: never I would say that this is probably one of my favorite songs of all time. First of all, really love Jim Croce. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, His music means a lot to me. He was a phenomenal artist who died way too early. He pretty much got into a plane crash like a little bit right when his career was taking off. Oh. So he was, like, touring a lot and other stuff like that, like, and he made incredible music that he did not get to live to see the residuals from. Right. Uh, it ended up being a very messy court case between his spouse and the um, record label, but finally they got, like, you know money mm-hmm. from it and other stuff like that I don't know if it should be as much as they Should get you sure. know but uh it, Sleaze bags yeah just corporate it, people. A, a tragic tale of a guy who like Literally just had like a song In his heart and would just uh, I've watched some documentaries where they talk about how he would just be one of those guys who rolled into a bar and would just play whatever they wanted to hear you know not in a, not like a, oh I'm really sacrificing my art the guy could just play any type of music mm-hmm. and so he would figure out you know what the bar wanted to hear and then would play that song you know, yeah, or like yeah. that type of music for them you know he has plenty of like country songs folk songs you know just all over the place he's it's, it's a phenomenal artist but I just love the idea of the song. Because it's like about recognizing your own faults and owning them mm-hmm. and understanding the change that needs to happen in order for you to fix these things to be better, you know, and it's not an easy thing. You know, it's not easy to recognize your faults and mm-hmm. recognize the things that, you know, the, the promises you didn't keep and other things like that, but to admit to those. And then start anew the next day. You know, mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow's going to be a brighter day. And in essence, that's what is the end of Bar Rescue. Is, yeah. is these people who realize that, you know, I've now been put on a set path. Now, where Florbnax, maybe this is now his continued path to success. Mm-hmm. Or he falls into his old habits. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Because the next day after this Bar Rescue... It's gonna yeah. be a little brighter yeah you know I, he's he's still gonna walk in i can't i can't speak a said, week from now you said
1: you said it didn't matter and i was i was, yeah. I, was I was terrified that something tragic was gonna happen
0: <laughs> <laughs> no flabonax is still alive he's, cool. uh, he's still you know running a, I guess that's area of, uh area 50 that, fun
1: that comes along with being a, a part of an alien race
0: that lives 750 years right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know i i definitely think that you can never predict the future. I don't know mm-hmm. what Florb Nax is going to be doing from a week from now, but I know that the day after his his bar has been rescued, he's mm-hmm. going to try. You know, and that's and that's all you can do sometimes. You know, uh, but that is the end of my playlist for "Rescue My Bar." Uh, and Marshall, I
1: hope Florb Nax does okay.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah.
1: yeah, he's a nice guy. Luther don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, uh, Zach, that was awesome. Thank I you. Like thank you. you for sharing. Yeah, for um, sure. And I do have uh, one more segment before we we get out of here. Oh yeah, sure. As you know, Zach, uh, and, as, and I'm sure you listeners know as well because we complain about it all the time. But uh, there's not a lot of money floating around the Ear Drunk Production Studios. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've, as the guy who bankrolls this operation. <laughs> As <laughs> the guy who bankrolls
0: this operation, aka the guy who buys Zach beer when Zach has no beer money, <laughs> as the guy who bankrolls this operation,
1: I've taken to a, a, a moonlighting now as a bartender uh, just to make some extra scratch. Oh shit! Um, and and in doing so, I kind of shopped around at a couple different establishments, and I realized that none of them really had like the company culture I wanted. Sure. Uh, so I went ahead and established uh, my own bar uh, uh, in my bedroom where we record episodes. Oh, that's why the people have been coming and going, and I've been making drinks this whole time.
0: Yeah, I was wondering. I was like, man, something's different, but I couldn't put my finger on it.
1: The reason you weren't able to put your finger on it is because these people will not tip me. Yeah, I'm a bartender, and these people will not tip me, bro. Yeah, um, Ugh, and, um, and so you, you probably like, oh, it's just a normal night. No one's giving Marshall any money. Yeah, um, for sure. <laughs> but Zach, things are winding down, and uh, at this point in the night, it's closing time.
2: Open all the doors and let
1: you... So I figured I'd go through my uh, uh, closing down the bar for the night checklist, and I figured I'd walk through it with you, and maybe you could give me a hand with some of these.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah, no, I love doing free labor.
1: Uh, so the first thing, I I know. <laughs> 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 so the first thing that we do is we're going to uh, clear the keg lines. All right, cool, just, cool. Just hose them out. Uh, uh, hose them or blow them? Whatever. All right, cool. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> what do you think i run a bar
2: <laughs>
1: clear <laughs> um all right number two zach hey we have to wash the glassware
0: oh okay yeah that's classic bar stuff yeah
1: uh number three yeah. normal bar stuff uh we must dismember the beer goblin um,
0: uh how, uh what? how how do you uh, I've been to some other places where do you start when you dismember
1: Uh normally I ratchet strap the wrists onto this column here and here so yeah. his arms are spread out and uh, that makes it way easier to ratchet strap his legs to uh, this column and this column. Cause... So top top half first. Uh, not, uh, at the same I, time, I, 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 I tie him up so yeah. that he's hung by all four limbs, starting with the arms. Yeah. And then once all four limbs are attached, we just start ratcheting the ratchet straps in unison.
0: Okay, gotcha. So, I used to work at a, uh, a studio movie grill, and how uh-huh. they got rid of their beer goblin was they go legs first so he can't run out. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I tried yeah. to
1: suspend him from his arms high enough off the ground. that His, sure. little, his little legs don't reach. Maybe
0: a spike pit underneath. So <laughs> yeah. even if he falls. Yeah. God,
1: it's been crazy since I put the spike pit in my bedroom. That's also a bar and also our studio. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of cramped. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of space. nap nope, nap. Nope, nope. uh, so number four on our checklist. Uh-huh. Uh, we got to we got to wipe down all the counters and tables. Yeah. Uh, number five. This is an important one. I like to do it early. So don't forget. Turn off that open sign. Yeah. You know, we don't want folks walking in.
0: Nah, no, no, no.
1: Uh number six. Assemble the night watchman.
0: Now, are is that a crank or is that a whistle or
1: it's um it's it's like a. did you ever play with like erector sets when you were a kid?
0: Nah, I don't think so.
1: It's like little bits of metal and screws that you can kind of attach together. Nah, I didn't get that. I can get the night watchman put together, don't worry. Okay, about cool. Um, number seven, turn off the gas lines. Yeah, of course. You know. Yeah. Uh, number eight, cut the phone lines. Yeah. Uh, Number nine, you got to wear the skin suit.
0: Okay. Is that one I brought from home or is that provided to me?
1: We have some in the closet. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, Number 10 is question mark, question mark, question mark.
0: Okay. How many? So we question mark three times.
1: Uh, Three or four. Okay. Gotcha. Um, And then 11. Okay. Profit. Yep. Need that. 12. Final thing on the list. Do this every night when I close the bar. Mm. Uh, I, I, I I get crowned as prom king <laughs> every night every night I missed out on the chance when I was a kid and it's one of those things <laughs> that like I realize it's my bar and I have some authority here yeah, and sure, I can just yeah. make it happen yeah so uh, uh, anyways right. well, uh, I take mean, a knee
0: yeah alright and here I go <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh god you are not flexible get back up stop praising me
0: <laughs> yeah fuck I pulled something god Okay, all right. All right, Marshall, what what else do we got left?
1: So, Uh, uh, thank you so much for the help. Uh, It looks like you pulled something bad, so I'll do the rest of uh, closing time on my own. Oh, oh, jeez. God, I feel it in my balls. I'm so sorry about your balls, Zach. (laughs) Uh, That's okay. uh, There is one more thing. All right. So, uh, uh, normally, I like to let a good big glut. Of digital fan mail arrive before I just kind of read it all in sequence. Yeah, yeah, and and that glut is still building. I'll probably read it next episode or the one after that. Yeah, um, but today something very strange happened. Yep, yep. Um, today we got a piece of mail in our actual mailbox. Yeah, that was addressed to Eardrunk Podcast. Uh, Specifically, Zach Webb. Yeah.
0: I noticed they spelled my name wrong. (laughs) And uh, 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 and (laughs) that's what made me kind of scared. And it It has. Like, our actual address on it. Like, someone actually sent us
1: a piece of fan mail. Yeah. Um. I know for a fact we have not given out our address on this show.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Um,
1: but normally I read the fan mail, but Zach, since it's addressed to you, I thought uh, uh, I'd give oh, yeah. you the honors, and hopefully uh, if there's there's uh, any sort of, like, crazy chemical weapons or anything in there, uh, uh, I'll have a chance to run.
0: Yeah, I do want to say uh, uh, the return address is just fan mail. <laughs> So let's see what we got here. All right. A little piece of paper. Kind of fold it. Oh, wow. It's a ransom note. Okay. Wait, what? All right. Well, oh, Marshall, it is a... <laughs> what is it? It is... Hold it up, let me see it. It is a crudely put together... You know when you send a <laughs> ransom note? <laughs> it- you, you know when you send a ransom note and you cut out a bunch of letters and words from different magazines and paste them to a piece of paper um yeah okay all right all, all right what it say so so uh I am a fan of the show period and the show is from showtime and they just cut out the time part of it just wanted to. <laughs> Period. I stream online. And then we have a sequence of life alert pictures where it says at home in the shower on the go.
1: (laughs) With life alert?
0: Yeah. It's the life alert. It's three old people at home in the shower on the go all dying. And then period. You're great. Keep it up. (laughs) And then a picture of Ted Danson's head on what looks like a reptilian AC repairman body giving a thumbs up. And it says, you're number one fan. We also got some coupons, there's coupons? Can <laughs>
2: there's I see co- the note real quick can you, can I, can
0: There's coupons up? in this Marshall uh, Get a 6 inch <laughs> Subway sandwich For $3.49 Let's see when this bad boy expires uh, Oh okay expires June 25th So oh, that we've hasn't got time. happened yet. Yeah we've got time And then a uh, buy one get one free <laughs> One 16 ounce <laughs> Dr. Pepper shake <laughs> And that expires June 30th, and we will be using that one for sure. (laughs) This is incredible. I will obviously be tweeting a picture of this uh, when we release this episode. My heart has never been so warmed, and my brain also been like, Jesus Christ, we need to stop what we're doing. At the same time, you know, it's...
1: This took effort.
0: This took so much effort.
1: (laughs) This took real effort.
0: I just Thank you, our number one fan. We love you.
1: How do you have our
0: address? I don't know how you have (laughs) our address. And that's what's kind of making this even more scary, in a way.
1: This is so good. Oh my gosh.
0: (laughs) All right. Bravo. Bravo. Thank you, fan. Thank you, our number one fan who sent that in. I mean, uh, I want to say keep it coming, but also, you know, (laughs) wow, guy. Buddy, earbud, love you (laughs) Scare me a little Love you, love you so much
1: Hey Zach, after that you have to outro the show
0: And I will Well (laughs) That is the (laughs) That is the stalker forehead kiss that you get while you sleep that puts this episode to bed Uh, ladies and gentlemen thank you guys so much for listening to this episode we appreciate you so much Uh, if you guys could do us a big solid if you enjoyed this episode and and wish we were more popular and had more money uh, you could give us a five star review on whatever you're listening to this on Uh, and be sure to also follow the podcast because that helps us out a lot Uh, if you guys could also give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram Instagram, uh, at your uh, to see all the weird graphics and all the, the fun freaky stuff that we post online into the interwebs. Uh, you could do that and that would help us out a lot. Also, if you, uh, have a, a suggestion for a playlist, or if you, you you just want to let us know something that we fucked up, uh, you can email us eardrunk at gmail.com or if uh, you figure out where we live, I guess you could also send us a, a very <laughs> positive <laughs> ransom note. Um you could do that too. This is so good. <laughs> this is this is what have we done? <laughs> You know, but we've done a great episode of a podcast that you're a fan of, and we thank you we appreciate you Uh, you can also check out all of our playlists in the description of this episode and you can also check out another dope dude, a super great guy who probably gets uh, fan mail like this all the time and that's JW Francis JW lets us use the song uh, Lo-Fi off the album, Uh, We Share a Similar Joy, it's a great album, he's a great dude, be sure to check him out, I think he's still on tour right now, I think he's going to be in a bit of the south, uh, uh, where we're at you know uh just doing shows and whatnot so be sure to you know give him a like uh, uh give him some love tell him the the ear drunk sent you i don't think he'll know what that means but you know he's a nice guy uh so with all that being out of the way marshall unless this is the final episode that we've recorded after this message uh, i've been your host zach webb and i'm the guy who's probably getting ransomed and have a kick-ass day